Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Well, as you know, there are still several wildfires burning in BC. We heard from Emergency Manager Minister Bowen Ma earlier today saying more than 500 properties remain under evacuation orders and that as roughly 360 wildfires are burning in this province. That was part of the minister's comments. Those were made during an update on the state of BC's response to severe wildfire and drought conditions. Well, how do we go about training new firefighters? We have tragically heard about the deaths of two firefighters in this province this season and there have been some questions about the training process and how that happens. Well joining me to talk more about this is Mike Carter, IAFF 6th District Vice President representing Western Canada. Mike thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much for having us. Uh, Mark Bryce is also here. Mark is a Kamloops firefighter, also a member of IAFF Local 913. Mark, thanks to you as well for taking the time. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. We wanted to, to talk more with you about this because the IAFF, the International Association of Firefighters, has partnered with Natural Resources Canada as well as the city of Kamloops hosting a training program. This is going to happen next week to better train or to train structural firefighters when we are dealing with wildfires. So I, I'm not sure. Maybe we can start with Mark. Sorry, Mike, if you could start and talk a little bit about the training program and what's going to be taking place. Sure. So we're actually training this week. Right. Um, and what it is, is it's called responding to the interface or RTI. And that's when structural firefighters or community firefighters kind of put a wall of protection between structures and homes and the wildfire that may be impacting their community. So we're working with our structural firefighters in Kamloops uh, from firefighters across Western Canada to teach them how to better do that and use the tactics available through the training program from the IFF. And Mark, if I can bring you in on this as well, and can you talk a little bit, uh, or, or whoever wants to jump in on this, but the difference between fighting a wildfire as compared to fighting a, a structure fire, and how the training is different and the approach is different? Sure, it's uh, Mark. I'll, I'll take this. Um, when we go to a, a structure fire, like a house fire, we consider that, higher, that fire, it's in, a, it's in a box, if you will. Um, and we can roll up to that house we know that's our bread and butter. We can pull our lines, and we're going to try to keep that fire in that box and then put that, put that fire out. When we get these interface fires, there's lots of boxes that we have to protect. Um, the fire is, is mobile. It's, it's doing things that we're not necessarily used to. We may have to protect, like, a whole street or a neighborhood. So we have to be mobile. We have to think outside the box and learn new tactics on how to um, get our hose on the truck, get our hose off the truck and back on the truck quickly and be mobile. So it, it's a bit of a different animal that we, that we have to deal with, and that's what this training is, is addressing. And, and I would imagine, too, that not that there aren't hazards with a structure fire or, like you said, when you know the fire is contained to a box or a particular structure, but, but different hazards when you're out in a wildfire and, and it's, it's burning around or it's moving or the winds pick up or that kind of thing? Absolutely. Um, the, wind, the winds um, can affect the fire behavior dramatically. They still do when we do... Um, when we are fighting those house fires, winds are, are, do have an effect on that, but greater the magnitude in the wildland-urban interface. And then there's also other things that we need to protect. We need to protect the power lines, the, uh, 
the water pump stations, things like that. So there's just a whole bunch of different things, um, different critical infrastructure that we need to be looking at as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot to take in, a lot to look after, and that's what that's what we're doing this week here in Kamloops. And and I don't know, Mike, if you want to jump in and talk about this too, but how has training changed and how fire uh, firefighters are dealing with fires changed when we talk about climate change or we talk about the changing conditions of the forests and those types of challenges? Sure. I, I mean, there's, there's no question that we're seeing increased levels of uh, wildfire activity. I mean, you had a, a briefing earlier today where there was 500 active fires in the province. And then what we want to make sure that this training focuses on when those two environments meet, when the wildfire meets the communities and making sure that our structural firefighters can work in conjunction with our partners in wildfire and doing the very best we can to protect our communities and uh, ensuring that that training is rolled out as timely as possible and making sure that we're utilizing those tactics and making sure our structural firefighters understand the weather conditions, the topography, um, you know, being mobile because typically in a house fire you're relatively stationary. Things like that are all part of this program and making sure that we... uh, do the very best we can to continue to serve our communities to the best of our abilities. And as far as the training that's taking place this week or right now in Kamloops, is it is it firefighters then from across the region? We're talking about training, and this is training for people who are already firefighters or for people who are looking at getting into that and becoming firefighters? No, these are experienced uh, firefighters from across Western Canada who are structural firefighters from uh, numerous different communities. We've got uh, firefighters here from Saskatchewan, Alberta, BC, who are um, all IFF members currently that are experienced career um, structural firefighters, and almost all of them have wildland experience in whatever profession or role they had prior to getting on to a career department. So they have a very good mix and understanding of both worlds, which helps us then deliver this material out to other firefighters on a go-forward basis where they can understand uh, both of those different dynamics. I, I would imagine, too, then having that base and then so taking on that knowledge that they have from being in the field and doing this and then, then using this to, to, to be better, I suppose, at dealing with, again, those changes and the new challenges? Absolutely. And, and the, the program that's been developed through the IFF, and we've brought in experts from like Cal Fire and Texas and Canada, where they've brought their experience together and helped develop this program to ensure we're on the leading edge of tactics, uh, training methodologies, and uh, things that have worked and shown value where we've protected thousands of homes and been effective in the tactics and the, and the strategies that we're teaching these people here today that we're going to roll out across Canada in the coming years with the support of uh, all levels of government. And Mark, what is that like for you as a a Kamloops firefighter and again a member of that union local, having this information and making sure that you're on top of these skills and and being better prepared, better armed to fight these fires? Well, it's huge for us. Um, I mean, we're not not unique in our community, but um, Kamloops itself, uh, we have a huge um, interface in in our city. So the more training and skills that we have um, with our firefighters here. Um, it's going to make our, our firefighters safer. It's going to make our citizens safer. So absolutely, like, it, it's, such a, it's such an honour to um, have the first course in Canada be offered in, in Kamloops. But as uh, Mike said, after, after we do this course, we're, we're training 24 more instructors to help roll this out across uh, communities across Western Canada. So that's, it's really exciting to be... Uh, at the forefront of it. And I think you touched on this, but one of the, the things, not only getting this information and being better prepared for fighting fires, so the graduates of this program, they're going to be then going on and teaching this to, to others and to other firefighters? 
Yeah, absolutely. This program is designed, so it's a four-day program. The first two days, they uh, they take the actual uh, responding to the interface operations class, and then the last two days of the class, we teach them how to teach it. We give them all the resources that they need so they can go back to their own departments, start training them. Um, as departments um, IFF or not uh, request the training, we will come to them and provide uh, the same level of training that we're getting here today for those uh, those communities. And Mike, I, I don't know if you're best to answer this as well. And I know that this course is being offered along with the the Government of Canada, Natural Resources Canada funding this program. Uh, how much is though important in that sense in that everybody working together and when we come to, to maintenance of forests, especially those that, that are, are could potentially be interface fires to make sure that we're also addressing that and talking about fuel for fires and making it so the conditions are, aren't great for wildfires or so that we don't see them, so many of them burning out of control. The, the, the coordination between all levels of government, all stakeholders, citizens, firefighters, communities, uh, wild firefighters, um, it, it's paramount to make sure that we uh, do the very best we can to help a mitigate uh, fires when they start prevent those fires from firefighters or fires from occurring, and then when they do occur, minimizing the damage as much as possible. Um, you know, with with the wildland firefighters out there trying to do the better best they can with the resources they have available to them, with 500 fires burning, they they're obviously prioritizing and deciding where and when to send those resources, and uh, we're there to back them up when and where we can. And but having that coordination and that uh, level through preventive preventative. Uh, you know, making sure that there's resources available when there is a fire and preventing that damage in the long term is everybody needs to have their hands in that and making sure we're starting for the very best we can. Well, thanks to both of you so much. I know it's a very busy week with this taking place, but thanks to both of you so much for being here. Appreciate your time. Thank you for the opportunity. Yep. Thank you for having us. Thank you.